Hello and welcome to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast. Guys, I knew I was going to love this movie, and I did. Goodwill Hunting, let's talk about it. Hello and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Rodriguez, and I just watched Goodwill Hunting, starring Batman and Jason Bourne. Um, also with the late, great Robin Williams and Minnie Driver. <sighs> I've been waiting so long to watch this movie. Uh, it came out in, what, 1997? So I was like two two years old. Let's see, 1997. Is that where it came come out? Yeah, 1997. <clears throat> so I was two years old. came out on VHS, and that's the first time I saw it. I was like, hey, that looks like a good movie. And then, you know, I hear more about it over the years, and um, like you guys know, we don't watch R-rated movies in the house, at my house, so um, when, uh, and I'm going to rep VidAngel again, <clears throat> when VidAngel came around, that's uh, kind of what opened up uh, a lot more movies to me, so I uh, watched this one this evening, and it's pretty great, guys. Uh, Robin Williams is brilliant as always. Uh, the girl who played Jane in uh, Tarzan, the original car- Disney cartoon, which is one of my favorite movies ever because it's like my childhood. She gives she she's one not even one half of one of the best scenes in the movie. She's like three quarters of like friggin' um, Matt Damon is there. And he's giving a good performance, but she's kind of <laughs> blowing him out of the water in that in that scene when they when they have their their breakup. Look, there's going to be a couple of spoilers. Um, in any, if you know anything about story, if you watched more than three movies with a romance in it, you know that that it goes: boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy gets girl back. That's almost like. Uh, People, people say that that is even just a three-act structure. Like, you can explain a three-act structure just with that one sentence. So, that's I don't really consider that a spoiler, but that's what happens in the middle of the movie. And so, she is telling him that she loves him. And she's saying, you know, just tell me that you don't love me, and, you know, you'll never see me, and I won't call. And I've seen other... Uh, actresses give that sort of uh, spiel before because it's kind of a common uh, thing now. Maybe it wasn't common in 1997, but it is common now. And so I've seen that spiel before, but I've never wanted to cry after watching someone give that spiel because um, you could tell Minnie's driver's character, Skylar, loved Will, Will Hunting. And you felt for her, and you're just like, okay, you you can't say you don't love her after all of that, that she just told you, and, you know, you're going to say that you love her and when everything's going to be fine, right? Nope. That's not what happens. <laughs> and, and, like, and I was, I was live tweeting this uh, for, you know, my own enjoyment. But, uh, and I, so I sent out a tweet that said something like, you know, I, 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 everybody's asleep, but when I got to that part, I 
yelled out loud and threw my phone across the across the my room and just tried not to cry <clears throat> because uh the scene uh was so good and it moved me <sighs> okay i'm gonna stop gushing about that scene uh for a second um let's see robin williams just just acting the crap out of this um him his whole thing about the how how it smells in the Sistine Chapel like you know you know you know all about Michelangelo and you know everything you know his sexual orientation his uh relationships you know his relationship with the Pope and all like his influences and whatever but do you know what it smells like in the Sistine Chapel and so you know he's telling Will that you don't know you don't know everything um this movie curses a lot. You know what I'm trying to say. You don't know squat. And that, I don't know, the whole spiel and the way that um, Robin Williams delivers it is, is just fantastic. And his, uh, like his, one of his first scenes, he puts his hand on Will's throat and just kind of loses it a little bit because um, Will talks about his wife. And... But then you, so you give it that, you get that, that's his first, your, that's your first impression of him. Uh, but then you, you find out more about him and he's, he's not really like that. And he, he feels deeply and he cares about people and he, he's a genius too, right? Maybe not as much as Will, maybe, maybe he is, uh, as smart as Will. I don't know. He doesn't like really show off in the movie but um he's a genius too and he gave up what he could have done in order to uh be with his wife and to help people as a therapist like you know he could have been i don't know a rocket scientist or astrophysicist something or other i don't know but and you know discovered something amazing that no one's ever uh solved before or discovered before but he chose to help people, and um, yeah, that was I don't know a whole lot of that just that just blew me away. I don't know. <clears throat> you know, I always wanted to be an eloquent um, movie reviewer, but you know, maybe I'll get there someday. And I really like the uh, the good problem that Will has. Um, I don't know if you realize this, but. I'm assuming that most of the people listening to this are uh, middle-class Americans, probably on the younger side, because that's all my friends are, you know, my age and around there. So I don't know if you realize this, but you have a lot of opportunity. You can basically do and be anything if you just kind of work at it and not kind of work at it, really work at it. And for Will, it's even easier because he he can read a book in an, in an evening. He can memorize things without even trying. He learns at a ridiculous rate and like he can solve a problem and prove a thing in math. I don't know anything about math. He can, he can solve a proof or however you say it in, you know, a day or two. And it took four professors a year 
to do the same thing, to solve the same problem. And so he, you know, and I've, and I've kind of gone uh, through this a little bit where, and I'm not comparing myself to this guy. Okay. He's smarter than I am, but, um, I'm not that arrogant, but he, he has this problem where he can do anything and he doesn't know what he, what he wants. And, uh, I don't know if you have ever had that problem where you realize that you can basically do anything. So what do you want to do? Um, and I kind of talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago when with uh, what's it called? Uh, Say anything. And, you know, Lloyd Dobler's uh, solution to this was, well, he's going to think about it and he's going to um, not go to college and waste all his money. And uh, Will's solution is similar to that where he's not going to college. Uh, and he's speed reading the crap out of whatever book he can, you know, grab onto. But I, I don't know that that was just something that helped me relate to Will, uh, the fact that he can do anything and he doesn't know what he wants to do. And uh, I guess Robin Williams uh, was sort of relatable too, because I had a, a teacher in, uh, in like fifth grade that would that kind of reminded me or that. Robin Williams reminds me of, uh, you know, cares about people. He was a therapist too, I believe, uh, when, you know, before he became a fifth grade teacher and he, you know, he really helped me to, uh, he encouraged me when sort of the rest of the class was, uh, kind of picking on me and, uh, I don't know. He was, he was a good teacher. How, How do you, you got y'all know what a good teacher is. He um, encouraged and taught me things. So that that was I don't know that was pretty cool too. And the way that uh, Robin Williams in his performance and also in the lines that he's given um, subverts a lot of uh, expectations. Where um, I would kind of expect, say, at the end when he gets a letter, um, he I would expect him to like, yeah, you know, you go for it or something like that, you know. And he doesn't. He says <laughs> he 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 takes that. Um, th- and this happens a lot in the in the movie with some of the smarter characters. He takes the obvious reaction, and we already know that that's what he's thinking. And you know, any and and there's a couple other scenes where the other characters know that that's the automatic response. So Robin Williams doesn't take that response. He um, acknowledges that it's implicit and says something else. And so he, at the end, when he gets the letter, he says something like, you son of a gun, you stole my line. And so he makes a joke out of it instead of, and, you know, it's serious, but he, he makes, makes a little joke instead of just saying the obvious thing. And I really appreciated that. And that this movie never ceased to um throughout the whole runtime never ceased to impress me because it's written by batman and jason Bourne. both of these guys were young when they wrote this i think they both look pretty young and the fact that it's so good like <laughs> it just blows me away and this movie was made for like 10 million dollars and made 225.9 million that's what imdb says anyway and gosh, it looks really good for ten million dollars. And you know, people are always getting on 
modern movies that why does it cost two hundred million dollars to make a superhero movie and it you know it's a lot of if if you watch like I just watched the uh, Civil War uh, special features there's a lot of crap that goes into that making that movie um, there was you know and they did reshoots too so it's even more um, plus the all the visual visual effects and the ridiculous costumes and the stunts and everything that's a lot of work but I don't know the fact that you can make a 10 million dollar movie and it what won like eight academy awards I think I wasn't really paying attention to that little uh, detail. Let's see. Two Oscars uh, plus 22 wins and 51 nominations. So I guess it probably got nominated eight times or something like that. But the fact that you can make a movie at that caliber with $10 million and it's like two best friends writing it is... That's amazing. And also, like, I love whenever... I'm kind of a, a... an enthusiast as far as um like the myers-briggs test and sort of like pop psychology um maybe not an enthusiast but i find it interesting and i listen whenever it's kind of around and uh the parts where you know robin williams character is explaining how uh how this or that works just little things in psychology that that was really interesting to me too uh even when will is like oh is you know he throughout the movie he's uh, a condescending a lot you know he's like oh i've got this figured out and i've got that figured out and he's real cynical about everything but even when he is cynically explaining some uh psychology thing it's uh, that was really interesting too i can't really regurgitate any of it right now but it was interesting. It kind of uh, encouraged me even a little bit more that I think psychology and maybe even being a therapist is something that I might get into. You know, remains to be seen. All right, let's see if I can find a negative in this movie. Um, the There were a couple of things uh, that were like, um, what do you call those? Like The, the, little, the little mistakes like, you know, uh, Jason Bourne. Now I've now I've made a joke of it, and I can't remember his name. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, his like hands are in his pockets when he's talking to Robin Williams, and then you know, <clears throat> cut to Robin Williams, cut back to Matt Matt Damon from a different angle, and his hands are outside of his pockets. That type of thing. There was like a whole scene where that happened two or three times toward the end of the movie, which was you know whatever. And then um, the fact that there were a couple of conversations between. Uh, ben Affleck and Matt Damon, where Ben Affleck is like, "Oh, how how did that go?" Or he's asking about Matt. Or okay, Ben Affleck's character is asking about Will Hunting's life, and you're like, "Well, did you not see him for a week? You said earlier that you pick him up every day, and you go out for drinks." So. Uh, did y'all not talk at all <laughs> during that time? That doesn't make any sense. So there are a couple of times where it didn't make any sense that Ben Affleck didn't know something about um, Matt Damon's character's life. But, you know, whatever. Again, it's fine. <laughs> Oscar-winning movie. What am I... What's a little quibble here and there? And the uh, the soundtrack, especially at the end, 
I don't know why it was so good because I know nothing about music and it's not like super like it sounds like other things that I've heard in like I don't know Homeward Bound or something it was it, but it was so good <laughs> it kept the emotion going and I don't know why but it was amazing so I just have to shout out the uh the the composer for that uh whoever you are good on you anyway that's basically it um Dr. Erskine from the Thor movies is also in here. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård? I think that's the right Skarsgård. There's like five of those guys. Yeah, no, it's not Alexander. That's Tarzan. Um, Stellan Skarsgård is in this movie, as well as Ben Affleck's little brother, Casey Affleck. Um, I looked up on IMDb. I was surprised to find that Ben Affleck plays Chucky Sullivan, and Casey Affleck does not play Morgan Sullivan. In, in fact, he plays... Morgan O'Malley. These the characters aren't brothers. What the crap? <laughs> like that's such a layup. Why wouldn't you make their bro- their characters brothers? That doesn't make any sense. Come on, Batman. What are you doing? Come on. Get with it. Anyway, I think that's about it. Um this podcast is was like what, 20 years in the making. Um so this is an accomplishment, guys. I've finally seen Goodwill Hunting. Have you seen Goodwill Hunting? Did you like it? Let me know. Add Game in the Box on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff on YouTube. Um, I think I've got a YouTube video coming out. It's just going to be a real dumb question about uh, title cards and the similarities between two title cards that I saw recently. And then um, you can also follow the podcast on Bargain Bin, at Bargain Bin Movie Pod, I believe, on Instagram. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, sorry about the uh, Luke Cage episode. Uh, still working on it. And that should come out next week. So look forward to it. Or don't. It's fine. Whatever. And But until then, goodbye.